Uh, we're discussing cats hot glued air plants. They're hot glued. I didn't do it. It is Trader Joe's is violence. They're air plants that are hot glued to wood. Do you know how bad palm oil is? Pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Apparently, it impacts orangutan orangutans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you say orangutans? Do you say orangutans? I think I say orangutan. How can we say orangutan but it's spelled orangutan? Well, I don't know. Is it because America? <laughs> Probably. We do a lot of that stuff. I like though. I like orangutan though. It sounds cooler. Well, like um, harassment, 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 harassment. Why do harassment. people? Why do people say that? We don't say don't harass me. Don't harass me. It's better Mr. sounding Harris. Harris. Yeah. Don't harass me. Harassment. Uh, yeah. Also in England, they say like instead of environment, it's like. Environment. You know what? Environment. <laughs> the British, like, they just made up their whole accent anyway, so. <laughs> yes, I think they did. Uh, ours is the most made up. Ours, no, ours was first. They don't, I don't think no, that's true. That's true. It's true. Uh, so the American accent is actually closer. Little known fact American accent is actually closer to an old English accent. And then there was a point where it was like the aristocracy. Okay. That's another one of those words. Um, in, in Britain was like, we have to differentiate ourselves from these trash Americans. And so they started using affectations that turned into what the British accent is today. I don't believe that. Google it. I don't believe Google it. it. I forget no, where I the learned British it, would never but it's true. do that. The British never. <laughs> the motherland. They would never deceive people. Oh, the never. Brits. Hey, I'm Jenny Zagrino. And what are you? I'm a comedian. And I'm Cat Eves, and I'm a stylist. And, and this, this is Gaudy Positive. Positive. How come you don't say what you are anymore? No, I you forget. Fr- you embarrass me. No, it's just so much a part of, of me. Are? It's just, it's embedded. Don't be, don't be ashamed of who you are, Jenny. <laughs> we have a, a packed episode. Well, two, two main things mm. that we're going to talk about. Um, uh, after we do like little catching up, catching up, because we've both been yeah. like, crazy busy. I posted today. On the Instagram, how we've been crazy busy, um, mm-hmm. and uh, but we're gonna talk about the four agreements, which I feel like all gaudy positive babes and and femmes and not babes and boys and boobs. Uh, babes and whatever. can be all genders. I feel whatever like it is. babes yeah. is ba- like babe is so definitely a gender neutral or gender inclusive word. All right, let's make it a gender neutral word, babes. So all gaudy yeah. positive babes. He's a babe. She's a babe. They're yeah. a babe. Everyone's a babe. Yeah, alls are babes. <laughs> I think everyone's everybody. Alzer Babes sounds like a, a brand. Yeah. Alzer Babes? Alzer Babes. Do you wear Alzer Babes? I do. It's my favorite natural deodorant. <laughs> and smells it like aluminum. Work. It smells like aluminum. It's all aluminum. It's just aluminum. It's natural aluminum. It's just foil that you rub on your body. <laughs> um, so. I, fi- I pictured it. <laughs> what were we talking about? Just- oh, so the four agreements, <laughs> yes. uh, which is something that I've been thinking about this week because of a liaison that happened this weekend in Pittsburgh. We got some of the Pittsburgh steel. We'll get mm. into it. And then we're going to talk about our gaudy positive survival guides because the end of the world is coming. How are you going to stay gaudy positive during the end of the world? Yes. And I will say that I prepared hardcore for this by, by watching Doomsday Preppers. Oh, um, wow. Yes. I just thought of Ooh, things. What a rabbit hole that show is. <laughs> All oh. right, so you're going to lead the conversation on this one. Oh, I am? Mine is mostly just like, you know, pack LaCroix. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> very just important. Only, only LaCroix. That's all I'll drink in, during yeah. Doomsday. Um, so, okay, catch us up. What's going on? Um, for me, well, I have a full-time job now with a marketing agency where I also get to do styling work, which is pretty rad. That is pretty rad. And I had two big proposal decks. Listen, if you guys think that being a stylist or working in the creative field is all photo shoots and fun, it is so much. It is like 80% prep and 20% shooting, right? Yeah. And uh, maybe even less percent (laughs) shooting, isn't it? I mean, I guess it depends on what it is, but... um, so I had to present two different proposals for different clients, and both of them were accepted. <gasps> Congratulations! Yeah, and now I have to do the real work, and that is even harder. That's going to be fun! <laughs> but I'm, we're hiring. I'm going to have somebody working for me. Oh, my God. You guys, uh, apply now. Mm. All right? We'll put up, we'll put up applications oh my God. on the website. So you so can have a gaudy babe working for her. I want an infomercial for it. <laughs> 
Apply now. You, so you also got to style me for a game show I was I on did. called Caroline and Friends. Yeah, what was that like? So it's a game show that's actually the guy who created it is the guy who created Funny Some Videos. Oh, obviously. That makes sense. And he was there, and he's everything you'd think he would look like. Yeah, does he look like Bob Saget? He wore the pinstripiest pinstripe suit. Oh, no, that's exactly what I pictured. I've never seen. That's amazing. Him, like He looked like a mobster. Yes. <laughs> that also was it like, like kid fitting? videos. A little big? I, you know, I just saw the back of him, and I was just like, what a presence. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> that's so amazing that that is exactly what I pictured. Yeah, just like kind of, I think he wore sunglasses inside. Of course he did. So... Um, so basically the video is we just make funny comments. It's like funny videos, but not like America's home videos, which was risque, right? Mm-hmm. This is like just kids and dogs. Okay. It's well, about one it. of those is my favorite thing. Yeah. And it's just like kids and dogs doing crazy things. Uh-huh. And it was like adorable. Mm-hmm. Some of it was adorable, but then you could definitely see like, um, America loves animals way more than they love kids. <laughs> true. Very true. <laughs> they find them much cuter. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like, it was fun. It was yeah. great. A lot, of, a lot of canned things. Oh, yeah. A lot yeah. of canned feelings. But yeah. it's fine. It's not mm-hmm. for me. No. I'm just there to be present and make people laugh. And you are a presence. Yes. Mm. Thank you. So Pittsburgh, uh, what else happened? I think, yeah. So... We're going to get up in, into that world. Cool. So. You want to get into Pittsburgh? I, get I haven't been there yet, but I have friends who are moving there and I'm very interested. I have um, family there. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I loved Pittsburgh. Wow. I would move to Pittsburgh. You're going to buy a house in Pittsburgh? You can buy a house for like $100,000. Yeah. Let's a do nice it. A nice one. Let's buy a house. And it's cute. Carnegie Mellon is there. They have this place called, oh, Gotti Positive. I didn't get to go because it rained a lot. Wait called- a second. Carnegie Mellon, by the way, is callback to last episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Both Carnegie and Mellon, those yep. dastardly devils. Um, but thanks to Carnegie Mellon, we do have robotics or whatever the fuck. A lot Ooh, of the um, a lot of the self driving cars are done in Pittsburgh. Oh, good. So this yeah, is where horrifying. all of like the other place other than Silicon Valley, where like yeah, robots evil are taking is over the there. But world. it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Um, <laughs> and the art. I went to the art museum. It was dope. The mm-hmm. Warhol Museum because Andy Warhol's from there. Mm. Um, the Heinz ketchup is from there. So I checked at some ketchup. Mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers was filmed there, so they oh. had a Mr. Rogers exhibit. I actually don't think I knew that. Yeah, so I got to see all the puppets, and I got to see the sets. I that was pretty puppets. cool. I hate the yeah, puppets. Well. Puppets are creepy, and we don't talk about it enough. <laughs> puppets are violence. Puppets are not violence. They're violence. No, they're not. You ever looked in the eyes of a puppet? Don't trust no, it. No, they don't. A lot of them don't have puppets eyes. Puppets are fucking <laughs> creepy. Just felt. I got. I have to admit that when I was like, uh, I don't know, five or six years old, my older cousin, who's only a year older than me, yeah. got to choose the movies that were rented from the video store, and he chose Puppet Master one through four. Oh yeah, well, so that's why you think I'm puppets a little are violence. scarred. I saw Dolls, the movie Dolls, Mm-mm. when I was five. I don't trust them either. It's by the guy who did the reanimator, like kind of a hokey, really what? violent horror movies. No. Basically, all these porcelain dolls come to life and kill people. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah. My next door it's neighbors no. growing up who were Mormon had an entire room dedicated to their no. to the mom's porcelain doll collection. <laughs> no. So I was like into it until I got to a certain age, and then I was like, nope, terrifying. I'm going to do this real quick digress. Uh, digression. Like I haven't done that to us already. But this is even further. So in Wisconsin, okay, so my friends and I... It's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Thank you. So my friends and I were driving um, when we were like 17 to a um, colonial clothing reenactment festival in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Oh my God. (laughs) We had a great time. to be a fly on the wall. An invisible fly on the wall for that. It was fun. And... um, as we were driving back, we came across this, it's in Wisconsin, I forget this town, but it is basically a shrine where this woman saw Jesus. Uh-huh, of course. And Oh, um, those are my favorite tacky but people. But her house is there, and her house is like wall-to-wall dolls. Oh, no. So Pull this back. crazy lady says she saw Jesus, uh-huh. and they built a whole fucking shrine with like life size 12 life size dioramas they have a big wow. old jesus that's like all cut up and shit wow. but my favorite part is they have a statue go google it right now it is the stat- life size statue of earth on top of earth stands jesus and he's being flanked by george washington and abraham lincoln <laughs> 
or as I call him, Babraham. Babraham, right? I will um, post this photo. Wow. I think I have the one from when we went when I was in high school. Wow. It's the greatest. This is, this is <laughs> so amazing. good. I would love uh, to just curl up go. with a bowl of cheese curds and just watch people watch for hours. Oh my God, it was the best. It was so weird. Wow. So anyways, Pittsburgh, great city. <laughs> <laughs> I was there and I got some Pittsburgh steel. Yes, while you did. I was there. She laid that steel um, pipe. By well, a someone young, laid it on you. Handsome man. Um, we'll call him Craig because that's his name and I'm never going to see him again. <laughs> so fuck him. Um, this guy, Craig, and we had a great time. And then uh, sometimes this happens mm. with dates. You've clearly been out of the dating world. But mm-hmm. um, when it, you know, ends, the like, Oh yeah, I'd like to see you again, and but you know instinctually in your heart and pussy they're never showing they're up never again. They're never coming back. Oh, I remember that feeling. Yeah, and then yeah. if they don't, then fine. Yeah, like I was a little sad about it, and I was like, fine, whatever. I'm usually kind of like, Meh. but then they kept whatever. contacting me all weekend. Yeah, and then the moment I'd be like, well, do you want to hang out? They would ghost. Craig was like, I don't want to hang out, but I do want to talk to you. Yeah, was he sexting you? No, he wasn't being just he wasn't like. Doing how was your show? Oh. I'm like, fine. I have other people I can tell him a show with. I can. I, why are you talking to me if you don't want to hang out with me again and you don't yeah. want to talk to me again? Yeah, like I'll have. I I have no problem having a nice little weekend boyfriend, and then when I'm gone, yeah. I never talk to them again. There's many of those scattered around the United States. Okay, yeah. and it's fine because we, it's an equally thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig did not understand uh, the dynamic of that. So I kept feeling like I was being ghosted and reeled and strung along. And I was very angry and upset to the point where I was up all night plotting. And I did this thing. And this is a safety concern. All girls should do this. Okay. If you're on Tinder and you want to know more about this person, reverse image search. Oh, you catfished him. Oh, I didn't catfish him. No, I mean, you didn't catfish him. But that's like the first thing they do if you've ever watched Catfish is they reverse image search to figure out if the person is someone else. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Yeah. I feel like I'm a new person. So, so I what found did you find? all out about Craig. <laughs> what did we find? I found out stuff that alerted me to the idea of the four agreements. And I'm going to read you the four agreements right now. Okay. Oh. So I was very Wait upset. a second. You're not going to say. What? You said I was, you said I found stuff and then you were like, and the four I'm agreements. Because it's very, very personal Whatever. what I found. We've said his name. Yeah, but that don't How need. How many Craigs re- in Pittsburgh could there be? Someone count. <laughs> Just kidding. I'll post don't his do photo that. on don't our Instagram. Don't do that, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> what if I did post his photo on our Instagram? Leave Craig what a alone. Monster. I know. So, <laughs> so I was very upset and basically kind of ruined my own weekend being yeah. in my head about this. Basically, you found out some shit you wish you didn't find. No, actually, the shit that I found out made me realize the four, like, it made me think about the four agreements. Okay. And basically, the four agreements, this will make sense. Okay. okay. So, if you guys don't know the four agreements, it's a book that was written. Um, it's by this guy Ruiz. He says he took it from ancient Toltec wisdom. Okay. Okay. And it's just four things to live by. It's really interesting and they're really great. So number one, be impeccable with your word. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So would you words, say that Craig was not impeccable with his word? Craig was not impeccable with his okay, word. Okay. He was not Craig impeccable. was like, I want to see you again. And then did not follow up on yes. this. Yes. So if, let's say, you're in, a, in that kind of situation and you just mm-hmm. don't want to see that person again because you're like, well, we slept together. We're good now. Mm-hmm. Just be like, no, thank you. I had a great time. I have a whole weekend of things to do. This was fun. Mm-hmm. I hope you have a great time. Mm-hmm. You're beautiful. Whatever. <laughs> um, but just like this idea that, um, you know, our words have power, mm-hmm. right? And so for negatively self-talking, just in general, that gives its power. Mm. If we put out in the world lies or whatever it is, and mm-hmm. we're not impeccable with it, we're bringing really bad negative energy to us. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So number two, and this is the one that really hit home. Don't take anything personally. Mm. Very that's, hard to do, I think. That's super hard for that's people hard to do. One. Yeah. And it goes with number three, which is don't make assumptions. Okay. Which I'm going to put into this. So don't take anything personally is hard to do, mm-hmm. but that will give you the most freedom in your life. Sure. Because you are not held to 
the ego of what people are doing to you because mm. no one does anything to you, mm. right? Uh... Is that true? Well, I mean, to an extent, if someone punches you, yeah, then yeah, okay. I'm, that's why I was like, uh. but it's just like, 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 oh, so and so said this thing because they want to ruin me. Like, we right. don't. If you put a doll in my bed for me to find later, that is something you are doing to me, <laughs> and it's violent. But you shouldn't take it personally because really, what I'm trying to do is just get your attention. I mean, that dolls are cool. Rude. <laughs> Disgusting. But this is about also about the don't make assumptions, right? Okay. So yeah. it goes hand in hand. You don't make assumptions, and then you don't take it personally. So what I had done is I was taking Craig's light, way of acting very personally, mm-hmm. that I was somehow flawed, that I couldn't get him to want to see me again, that I, you know, that I was a as I as you'd put it, a pump and dump, which is <laughs> I a did say fabulous it. word. I was like, oh, he did the old pump and dump, huh? <laughs> which is normally for breastfeeding women, <laughs> but it's great. It was a pump and dump. But if you're gonna pump and dump me, be impeccable about it. That you're yeah. like, this is a pump and dump, and I'd be like, all right, fine. He just came to clean and clean the pipes. He's just right. It's just a plumber. Um, He's just little Mario. So <laughs> he Luigi up on that ass. <laughs> Vagina's Mario. My butthole's Luigi. Mm. We all know that. Um, <laughs> so, we all know this. We all Wait, know this. Princess Peach. You don't want to know. <laughs> so, so, and then in doing crazy Jenny crazy craziness, mm. I found out that this person is probably going through some hard stuff. Yeah. And that I shouldn't take whatever was happening personally. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't assume that they didn't want to hang out with me because I'm somehow flawed, which yeah. is also something I talked to my therapist with today. Hmm. Where she's like, Jenny, you know, pretty, skinny, whatever you want to call them, they get ghosted on as much. Because I was True. like, in my head, and I think it goes for a lot of uh, fat girls, we're always like, it's because I'm fat, it's because I'm fat, yeah. it's because I'm fat. Yeah. And it's like, that's not true. That's a myth that you tell yourself. I mean... It's not not because you're fat. It's just that there's like, you don't help yourself by doing that. Yeah. Like there's somewhat, usually it's, a, it's there's a nuance thing And if it is it. because you're fat, then Fuck they em. suck. Yeah. yeah. Then they totally suck. And that's hard to also do. Can I, on the flip side of that? Yeah. Uh, I watched I Feel Pretty by Amy Schumer last night. I said by okay. Amy Schumer, starring Amy yes. Schumer. I think she wrote it. Because that know. was a very hot topic. I... Watched it last night for the first time. I did not think I, I, I sort of wanted to see it and then I read things and decided, oh, fuck her. I'm not going to go see it. That Amy Schumer is canceled. She's uncanceled in my heart. I watched I Feel Pretty and I loved it. Okay. And the thing that came out of it for me was the whole, it's like that on the flip side where she thought that her life was so much better because she thought that she was thin and pretty because yeah. she had sort of like a uh, like what happens in Big where he suddenly yeah. becomes big, right? So she thought her life was so much better because she, for whatever reason, hit her head and then believed after that that she was pretty. She saw something else in the mirror. Yeah. So the the challenging part of that, of course, is like it's not free from the biases. But no. at the same time, what I loved about it was getting to see – I had never really thought about what my life would be like – if I didn't carry all the insecurities, all the burden of weight that comes from being a person of size. Yeah. Why did I say it that way? I have no idea. I was like, I just like, <laughs> that was weird. I am a person of size. I am a person of size. <laughs> like is, being a fat person. That is the most like ambiguous. I like, know. Well, okay, we're all size. That's like what we people all have say. Size. I know, right? That's like what people say when they like don't want to say that yeah. you're fat. They're like, you're a person of size. Size. We're just like we don't have clothings for persons of sizes. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I said it that way. Um, it was like weird governmental talk. You yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, I I never really thought about how I like the assumptions we even place on ourselves. Yeah. Of like, I can't go into a bikini contest and do it with the same reckless abandon that a thin woman. Well, that can. is fat phobia at its sneakiest. It is. is that it, it, we uh, self-govern ourselves through yeah. the patriarchal fat phobia. Yeah. And it is patriarchal. So yeah. Fuck you guys. Um, but the last one, and then I do, I'm going to, I want to see that movie. It's always on the airplanes. I need to see it. Yeah. 
the last thing of the four agreements is do your best. Hmm. Always do your best, which is just good advice. Just mm-hmm. do your best. I feel like I could apply the four agreements to I feel pretty. Yeah. That's and it's, really funny. It's not about, you know, it's not about being perfect. I like that. It's not about, you know, achieving something. It's just yeah. do your best. I have been, re- it's funny you say that because I've been in this process, I think, in the last couple weeks where I've just been like snowed in with work. Mm-hmm. I have had to re-examine what my best actually looks like. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've had a lot of conversations like with my boss where it was, you know, she's kind of like, I don't know why you keep thinking that you have to be perfect and also why you think everything has to be your responsibility. And I was like, oh, I I blame myself for things that aren't my fault because it's easier for me to blame myself than it is for me to blame others. Yeah. You know, but like, what does that do? That's one thing. And then the other thing is um, just this idea that like, if it's not perfect, it's not your best. And what does your best actually look like? Yeah, I thought about that today. I had a lot of auditions this week, which was amazing. I'm super grateful and happy about it. But then I was thinking, like, did I do my best? Like, mm. did I put in the work that I was supposed to be in order to make this my best? Oh, this sounds and like then a I can pretty actually, good shame wheel. Yeah. Well, no, but then I can actually look at myself and be like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't put in the work mm. that I mm-hmm. should have. Okay. I went to, like, I, you know, there was a, we had one nice day when I was in Pittsburgh. And I was like... I need to be working on these auditions. But then mm-hmm. my heart was like, but let's go to the yeah. strip district and get a sausage or yeah. whatever. And I ended up going to that. And then, yeah. you know, today I was in a really anxious, anxious place being like, did I really do my best with this stuff? Mm. You know, it's like there's, it's not, it's like you can still, you still have to have a moment of like, okay, if I'm trying to do my best, what does my best look like? Does it mean putting in the work? Mm-hmm. Does it mean saying no to certain things, saying yes to certain things, whatever it is? Yeah. Is that my best? Let me ask you a question about that. How is there, do you think that there is anything, um, I'm trying to think of how to word this. Don't, how, what do you think, the, what role do you think environment plays in that? Because for me, I have learned uh, many times over and over again and beat myself up for the fact that I am a procrastinator. Like I will wait until the last minute to start on a project and then I'll have to stay up late and I'll like lose sleep over it. What's your reason for doing that? Well, this is the thing is that I always produce, I pretty much always produce really fucking good work when I do it that way. Okay. And so the thing is on the one hand, it sucks. Yeah, but it's causing you a lot of Stress. It causes stress, but also if I can lean into it, like for example, this week I knew that I was going to procrastinate on this pro- on finishing this project. I'd started it, but I knew I wasn't going to do my best work until the night before. Yeah, and um, I kind of decided that I was going to allow myself to just be okay with that. Well, I think you can allow yourself to be okay with that, but is it? Sh- I guess it's what's the outcome being. So mm-hmm. like. You did land the two things, Mm -hmm. which is great, Mm -hmm. but at what cost to yourself? Right. And did it add to your life, right? Right. So I guess there's that, that those are valid questions. But then on the other side, I was like, I have the flexibility to wake up later. Like, I don't have to, I can stay up until 4 a.m. working on a project. And then maybe I won't get eight, eight hours of sleep, but it's fine if I sleep in until 1030. Yeah. And so, or even 11. And as long as I make it to my meeting at 12, right? I guess, well, what is it that, okay, so like what for you mm -hmm. is setting yourself up to win? For me, setting myself up to win is recognizing my own habits, my own working habits, Mm -hmm. and also having the ability to, part of the reason why I do so well when things are in sort of a procrastination mode is because it is easiest for me to force myself to sit and think. Mm -hmm. And usually with these things, that's what I have to do. It's like, I have to sit and fucking just think and not get distracted by everything else that's happening. What is the problem from you sitting and thinking three days before? It's just not the same. It's so much easier to get distracted because there are so many things I have to do between those three days before and the day that the presentation is due. 
Um, well, I think, yeah, if, yeah. if this is your style of working, that's one, I mean, tons of people work that way. It just is. Yeah. Does the good outweigh? Well, I guess so. Does your, does what your best is outweigh? Well, see, but that's the thing is like, I think that there's a reframing to that, which for me is like, if that's the way that I work, then rather than like trying to make myself work another way where it doesn't work as well, what my best is, is actually framing everything else around it so that I can do that. Right. So that's what I'm saying is like, these are the things we don't usually do. Instead, what we'll do is we'll like beat ourselves up for always being procrastinators or beat ourselves up for X, Y, Z. But what if we did it a different way and we said, you know what? I'm just a person who likes to work late at night and I work really well under pressure. That's my best way of doing things. Yeah. Um, I'm going to set everything else up in my day so that I can still get sleep. I can still take care of myself and I can just jam it through. Yeah. I'm also not the kind of person who can work in a situation. I mean, I, I shouldn't say that I can't work this way. I certainly can. But like I do my best work when I can sit down and just spend fucking hours yeah. on it. Like, you know, I sit down. If I'm going to do like website updates, I like to do them in like a six hour chunk rather than sitting down like once a week and an updating hour a day or something. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I think that just yeah. goes back in line to like whatever your best is. Yeah. Do it. I just know specifically for me that I don't, I procrastinate and it's not in a good way. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, and I do it because it comes from a, a place of fear. Yeah. If I'm avoiding doing the work because I'm so scared of, of failing. Yeah. Have you seen this thing that's about how there's no such thing as laziness? No. I'll have to find it and I'll save it maybe for a future episode. But okay. I thought it was really interesting because that's one of those things I really like deep down I'm afraid of for myself. And having an illness certainly doesn't help because it's like I have to contend with the fact that I'm going to be tired and like be okay with that. Yeah. Like be okay with my downtime. But there is this whole new theory that's come out. I don't know how new it is. But it's new to me. Yeah. About how there's not really – any such thing as laziness, there are things that cause people to get into, you know, what we consider laziness. So, yeah. Okay. Next week. Next week. We're doing laziness. Let's do it. But right now, we're going to the main event. Which is? Gaudy Survival Kit. Oh, yes. All right. Because the end of the world's coming. It's on NPR all day. Just, it truly is. It's all, all we talk yeah. about is on NPR is like, when's the big one coming? Um, hmm. And so, hmm. Kat, you have been uh, <laughs> doomsday prepping it up. I love, okay, here's the thing. Have you watched it? You haven't watched it on I Netflix? I have not watched this. Oh, it is so glorious. Talk about like being a fly on the wall. I am so happy to just be through, like on the other side of a TV screen watching <laughs> this. <laughs> Right? Like, um, I'm fascinated by Doomsday Preppers. And what what I love about the show is that each person that they are family that they profile has a different reason for okay. their Doomsday Prep. And so it was really is it interesting. all immigrants? <laughs> no. It should be. Right? <laughs> At this point. Whew. That's dark. Um, no. So, like, okay, it's fascinating, though, the reasons why people decide that they're going to, like, go all in and spend, you know, tens of thousands yeah. of dollars or more. There's one guy who's, like, really, really fucking rich, and he bought a helicopter. What? Yes, he did. He bought a helicopter, and he bought his daughter. The His daughter was really into it with him. She's this, like, kind of Aubrey plaza charlene yee kind of character yeah. like she's super awkward and so <laughs> oh really yeah with a I dad don't know. who's a doomsday prepper right yeah you have no social skills Weird. she's so funny she's like in high school and she's like really in doomsday prepping with her dad and they like go to the store and just buy all of the um oh shoot the meal the pre-packed meals Oh. Yeah, the military rations. Oh, yeah. My brother was in the military and he used to bring those home and it would just blow my mind. I was good. like, there's ice cream in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he would buy, he was buying like tens and th- tens of thousands of dollars. I think it was like $100,000 on food. Wow. And then um, uh, he bought a helicopter. He bought his daughter um, throwing stars, but the premium of all th- of throwing yeah. stars was it throwing stars? Or th- oh, throwing knives! And they show her like practicing. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah, either way, <laughs> hilarious. And then you know, but it was so interesting. All the different reasons why people did it. So there was like everything from 
Um, oh, volcano! There, are what to do if a volcano erupts? And blacks out the sun. Yeah, and that was that was a really weird one too. Actually, if I'm recalling it correctly, because the guy was basically like not really near where of like he's near ish. To but it volcano. would block out the sun though, yeah. and then it would. See, yeah. Then you couldn't fly, so like you right. probably like wouldn't be able to get stuff. Yes. to and from. I get that. Yeah. So his whole thing was like. The, the monsters, will, the masses will be out there causing pandemonium because of darkness in the sky. And so... Okay. Well. Yeah. There is... Like, right? Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So there's that. There was, um, there was another woman who, like, after Hurricane Sandy decided... She lived in New York and she was, like, afraid of what would happen if there was another kind of natural disaster like that. If yeah. the city flooded. And so... She had to, this one was super interesting. She had to, she worked with a doomsday specialist. Oh, wow. Like a survivalist who like helped her come up, map out a path to cross Manhattan and get to, um, I guess it was New Jersey. I think it was New Jersey. Just move to New Jersey. <laughs> Just do it now. It was really wild. So there was that. There was if, like. I'm sorry, if you're scared, if you're so scared of like New York flooding. Yeah. Like. Fucking give up your coffee shop on the corner and just go to Jersey. <laughs> they have tons of it. Yeah. Yeah, but do they have the cannolis like they have in uh, on New Jersey? Street? 100%. Yes, they have it. New Jersey pizza is so good. It's great. New Jersey cannolis, probably also I mean, very good. pizza in general is good. You can't go wrong. I do love pizza. All right, so what was another one? Um, oh, fuck. There were, I mean, there were just so many. There was one where I don't even remember what they were afraid of but this dad this dad issued a challenge to all of his kids so he has um uh like i think it was like four adult children and there were two two boys and two girls and they had to compete he's he's started on building a castle oh out in the middle of the God. woods in north carolina that is basically like a bunker like it's it's set up it looks like an old castle so there's like shooting positions and all of this stuff and so he wants to pass on the castle to one of his kids. And so he's making his kids compete. That's to get the hilarious. castle. Hilarious. Yes. There yes. is so much to unpack with that. So <laughs> much. It's hilarious. And he has them like wow. do target practice, like practice shooting guns. And there's one point where there's actually a light, there just happened to be a lightning storm outside. And then the electrical wiring they had down below the castle, like it was like sparking and <laughs> catching on fire. So that was really like, wow. Oh my God. Yeah. Also, so, if you're going to build a bunker, like when the end is coming and people are going to be crazy, mm. why would you make it look like, oh, that's a, that's a, a, castle? Ca- a bunker. Yeah, yeah. Mine would just be like a dirt pile. I feel like he wants to put a moat in. I might have added that on in my own memory, but I think he was also going to put a moat in. I feel like moats are, aren't, I mean, they're not really. How big work. is the moat going to be? Swim. That's what I want to know. I've been to castles with moats. Have you? Yeah. But were they full of alligators? Are they going to fill it? Do you think alli- the people are just going to eat the alligators? Oh, you think? Yeah, they're going to oh. catch the fucking alligators well, and eat them. Well, that's good. Then they. They'll be like, fuck your castle. You have food out here. Yeah. Have you ever had alligator? Yeah. Pretty good. It's good. It's like chicken. Yeah. So what would you put in yours? Okay, first of all, let's start. What would your bunker look like? What would my bunker look like? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay, so actually I know exactly what it would look like and it already exists. It's okay. in <laughs> it's in Las Vegas. Okay. And it's this house that is under the house. Like it's underground. It's an entire if you could imagine like a a good size ranch style house. Yeah. Underground. With a swimming pool. What? It has an underground swimming pool. It's in Vegas. What's it called? We'll have to post it. I don't know. I'll look it up again, but we'll post it to the Instagram. It has a swimming pool. Um, It looks like a like a Palm Springs 1970s ranch style house. It has a little bar. Has a swimming pool. I think it maybe it had a hot tub. He even grills down there. What? Yes. And then when you're like walking down the street, it literally just looks like a yard. There's just like an empty yard. And then there's like, you can see a few like pipes coming up through the ground. <laughs> That's so yeah. cool. And then I think you enter through a rock. If I remember yeah, correctly. but it's probably not deep enough. I mean, it's underground. Yeah, but like, it's I don't probably know. not deep yeah. enough. For it. But okay, it's fine. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So you would have an underground Palm Springs bunker. ranch house. In Vegas. 
Yeah, no, I don't know if I'd have it in Vegas. But. That's fine. I would definitely have a hobbit hole. Would you? I would go into the woods. I like I'd this. probably go in the mountains. I'd find a bunch of hills, and mm. I would just create underground hobbit holes. You wouldn't be able to really tell. Yes. Okay. Um, or I would find an abandoned mine. <laughs> <laughs> Just live with That's some ghosts in an abandoned mine. <laughs> oh, hey, Jerry. <laughs> no, Reginald. No. <laughs> um, so my, I would, mine would have to be hidden. I wouldn't do like a any kind of this above ground castle mm. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mine would be hidden underground. Yeah, underground. Yeah. What about an underground castle? <laughs> <laughs> how? I mean, hard, sure. You mean a catacombs? Yeah. Maybe I could find an old church at that there time and just live in the catacombs. Yeah, that sounds yeah. terrifying. We have like like bone chandeliers you and know, shit. I, you know I like ghosts, but I don't think I like those ghosts. I'd live with a bone chandelier. I don't think so. Oh, I learned. I'll, t- I'll tell you about it later. But no, but um, the I think it's called like the holy hand. What? They used to cut the hand off of criminals and then mummify oh. it and then turn it into candles. What? I love lore podcasts. That, Great I podcast. fucking love lore. <laughs> oh, here's the thing is I listen to lore, but his voice is like so tranquil that I tune out and go off into other parts of my I, head a lot. I'm not going to say anything about his voice because I want to someday meet him. No, I really want to meet him. I really like his podcast. I'm just saying that he relaxes me so much. I love the podcast. I hate his voice. It's like creepy relaxation. No, I feel like, you know, like there's a certain way that the way you talk, you can hypnotize people. Uh-huh. That's how he talks. I don't want to fall for it. Hitler did that shit. Oh, shit. Watch out. (laughs) Look out, Lord. (laughs) Speaking of which. We can't compare Lord to Hitler. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, we did did do that. I'm going to start a fight with the Lord podcast. You did do that. You like how I was like, (laughs) I didn't do that. It was I'm you. I'm coming for you, Lore. Oh my god. Um, all right, so we've got our under. You got your underground ranch style yep. house. I know exactly what it looks like. It's perfect <laughs> in every way. It's got velvet couches. Okay, what are some things inside? What's going to prepare you to oh. live a gaudy life? Well, there's definitely there. arcade games. Okay, well, is there electricity? Yeah. How? Of course there is. Uh, I have like a full on, you know, like hamster wheel operation where I have. <laughs> I understand that it is animals, but hamsters <laughs> are so cute and they love to run on their wheels anyway. And yeah. so I would have literally just hundreds of hamsters okay, running on their wheels to generate electricity. And then what do you do with the dead ones? I, they I live like feed them three to my hours. pet snake, okay. my guard snake. <laughs> you have a guard snake? Yeah. Do you don't <laughs> have a guard snake? No. Oh, I guess I'll just get a cat then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. No, I like this. You got to keep the cat. I'm just also thinking. So I was thinking, okay, you can. Oh, wait. Guard alligator. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Then you're fine. That's on brand for me. Yeah. (laughs) In your below ground moat. Yes. (laughs) You must have a below ground moat. You don't have a below ground moat. Oh, then you're not ready for the end. Have you thought, have you even thought about the end? I was thinking, okay, you can have like a recumbent bike. Yeah. And do it yourself. But then you're. You're uh, I mean, I will, wasting energy. Right. And you have to keep as much of your energy as possible. I mean, not in my Palm comes. Springs oasis, but Look, yes. They're up, upstairs, up on the top ground. Yeah. They're out to get you. Right. Okay. So you got to stay nimble. Yeah. You got to work hard. And, I, um, but I'm grilling down there. Okay. It's a full <laughs> time smoke. barbecue party. Letting people know yeah. that you. Well, I have a pipe filtering it out. Obviously. But people wouldn't see the smoke. They would. But it'll be like Pope smoke. <laughs> okay. Right? So, so I will make them believe that it is like the lost. I have a whole thing. Right? Okay. So they'll believe. I know, I'm making this shit up as I go along. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's like the spoke monster from Lost. Okay. And we're just going to. Did you say spoke monster? The smoke or monster. Smoke? Okay. The smoke monster. No, just Marilyn got in the way for a second there. <laughs> uh, smoke monster uh, is just, you know, that's it. So I, th- I will make them believe that there's magic happening below, but they don't know what it is. And listen, they don't oh. know that there's people there, they don't know we're there. That's true. They just know, like, as far as they know, it's just like a. And it smells like barbecue pipe. chicken. <laughs> You're welcome. That's, That's fine. What I say to that. I would have so in my hobbit holes that are buried deep within this abandoned mine. Yes. First of all, I would be dressing appropriately. 
like a hobbit. Right. You have to. <laughs> so. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a minor. No. Like a hobbit. I'm a hobbit. Um, <laughs> so, okay. First of all, I'm getting every kind of synthetic fabric. Oh, out there that like is like synthetically made to like keep in heat, keep in warmth, okay, sweat, get it off your body, whatever. Yeah. I would only have Lacroix down there. We already talked about this earlier. No water at all. You're gonna shower in. I it? mean, it's water. Oh, I, it's just flavored seltzer. Water. I really want to do like a Lacroix sh- uh, shower. No, like that a, sounds terrible. Yeah, I want to know. Cold. Will it smell good though? Well, no, you heat it up. Who likes hot Lacroix? Well, you're not drinking it. You're showering. You're not? It. No. Why would you even? For oh, the you're essence. Gonna, you're going to swim in an ice cream pool and not eat the ice cream? Yeah. No. I am going to lay in a cake bed and eat cake, though. And you, yeah, you're, come on. Come on. You, I'm you, lactose I know your intolerant. Cake has dairy in it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Definitely. Okay. So definitely I would have weapons. Yeah. Oh, you gotta have weapons, but what weapons? So I would have, I would have guns. Okay. Oh, I would have guns. I know that's not very gaudy positive. It's just not, it's just, I just thought you'd okay, be more creative. Sparkle guns. Wait, I'm not done yet. Oh, sparkle guns. Do they, I have do guns. Do shoot glitter bullets? I have glue guns. You have glue guns? <laughs> but they are rapid fire glue guns. <laughs> Fire glue guns. Glue guns. Oh man, I'm craft to kill over here. Um, so That's I would, a new so I would have that for like you know when like bad shit happens, right? But yeah. I would also have weapons for like I would be whittling shit. Uh-huh. Okay, I would learn how to make my own weapons. Yeah. Okay. Screw I would screw you throwing knives. That's right. No fuck throwing knives. I'm gonna have some badass Bowie knives. You're gonna have some throwing sticks that yeah. you whittled. Yeah, and that are gonna be like whittle sticks. Fuck you up. Okay. Yeah. They're gonna fuck you up. I believe it. Um, I'm a little. I'm a little scared now. I just am a little hard. I'm a little. <laughs> a little hard right now. I'm a little scared. A little hard. <laughs> I'm a lot of feelings. Look, so I would have weapons to protect myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I would, of course, I would have a harem. Oh. Of men. Yes. 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 Of course. I have a harem of hamsters. Yes. Apparently. But, but you've, <laughs> would you populate? Would, would you try to repopulate? No, I guess that's not a harem. I just have a. I would have a lot of also expired farm. birth control. <laughs> body positive, right? You gotta have expired birth control. We did have some oh, people good. write in to things that they would bring oh, in to yes. their body positive tell ones. Us, tell us. Um. So. Also, I think I would probably have um, a karaoke machine in mind. Hundred percent. I feel like I would want to steal a lot of props from like a vintage Batman set. <gasps> that would be you know, very cool. As far as weapons, it would be like smoke bomb, but it's like purple smoke. Okay. You know? So we have, um, um, what's her, pronounce her name for me? <laughs> Christy? Christy, yeah. Christy C. Dowd. Yeah, Chris, yeah, well, it's just KC Dowd. So I was like, oh yeah. no. Says that uh, they'd bring safety pins. That's useful. Yeah, that's like yeah. smart. That is smart. You can do a lot with a safety pin, actually. Oh, yeah, you can do a ton. You can make necklaces. I, think I, would, I would bring a safety pin. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's good. You can make earrings. You, oh, you can, need earrings for the apocalypse? You can pierce apocalypse? other people's ears. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, you've got options. You can be punk rock. Yeah. Um, and then the Rochel commented, a crochet hook to make all the amazing post-apocalyptic fashions. Dude, I love how crafty God, our Godzillas we are. We got some crafty Godzilla. That's the thing is like a crochet hook. That'll fuck a motherfucker. Yeah, up. you could also hurt someone. <laughs> you could poke an eye you real could good. Definitely fight someone with a crochet hook. You ever so, take a crochet hook to the armpit? That can't be comfortable. So, yeah, so maybe knitting needles in a crochet mm. doubles as a weapon, but totally. also gets you a sick Afghan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the end and they hold your hair up. That is true. Mm-hmm. There's because mm-hmm. that's if you think about it, yeah. there's not gonna be um, really good. hair ties. No. You could whittle your own with your whittling I can whittling a hair tie. Yeah. I'm not doing anything productive no, in my no, place. I'm it gonna is a use, party. like the animals that I kill, I'm going to use their intestines to wrap up my hair. <laughs> See, this is very creative. <laughs> I, on the other hand, don't really see the point of survivalism. I'm kind of like, I don't know, like your life's 
gonna suck after the Would you world. just do like enjoy it for like a week and then yeah. be like, all right, goodbye world. Exactly. <laughs> like what if I armed myself with really a swimming pool, a barbecue and some cyanide? Like that's, you know. Um, I would just take sleeping pills. Or that. That's fine. I'm yeah. just saying, well, if you want to be traditional about it. <laughs> I mean, I would go to the end and then Speaking I would. Speaking of Hitler, cyanide. <laughs> Uh, did Lord tell you to say that? Oh. Um, but yeah, I think I think I would have a karaoke machine for fun. Mm-hmm. I okay. like that. Yeah, and I just imagine myself having one beautiful feather sparkle robe. Ooh, feather! And I would just Fe- wait, wait, wait. A feather sparkle robe. So it's a sparkly fabric, but okay. it has feathers around. Oh, the- like ostrich feathers or yes. marabou. Got it. Some ostrich feathers and. I would just prance around in that occasionally yes. to make myself feel good, mm-hmm. holding the mummified body of Lupe. Oh, wow. Lupe's she's dead, dead at this point. Okay. And she's a mummy. She's, she's a little so like, funny. I. you know what's weird is I, I pictured you wrapping it in like spider silk, like her little body. <laughs> You've what? just like, you've mummified her in some weird ass way. No, where she's, I mean, she's taxidermied. I, oh, okay. Oh, she's so taxidermied. She's, like, she's not mummified. What would be what would be more horrifying? Um, probably the mommy. A mummified, a mummified Lupe. So, yeah. What would you do with Millie? I don't want to talk about it. She's not allowed to die. Oh, all right then. Yeah, we've discussed it. She's just gonna eat all the hamsters. She just eats all the hamsters. She loves that. <laughs> Millie's not good at eating hamsters, probably, but she will chase them, and that's fun for her. All right. Is there anything more she that we should know about surviving the end of the world? Um. I think that we have greatly underestimated um, food sources in this case. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to food. Yeah, and I'm not eat. eating my hamsters. They keep my electricity going to power the pool. Oh, I will eat anything that moves. Oh, wow. Not me. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. No, I'll eat it. Well, first of all, I will have. I will definitely have had, like, I'll have tons of canned foods. Mm-hmm. Um, no. It's all corned beef hash, though. It's oh. Hell yeah. So you're just like a salt balloon by the yep. time. Um, it's all Hormel chili. <laughs> and oh, yes. Fish. Yeah. You know what? If you're going to be down there, at least put, at least have the canned goods you like. Yeah. Um, it, so I would be well stocked for at least a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then I'm going to start killing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're going to leave your hobbit hole to go kill. I mean, I'm going to leave it occasionally. Would you eat a too. person? If it got down to it, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Definitely. Do you know about Hufu? What's hufu? Hufu is a tofu that is supposed to be people flavored. And we're going to end on that. There you go. <laughs> Would you eat it? Tell us. Is it Tell real? Us. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. I remember it was from a long time ago, but hufu was a tofu that was created specifically to taste like human meat. How they know, I don't know. I don't. But if you want to try... That might be your closest. Oh man, vegetarian. I mean, really, what is in the Impossible Burger? Uh, Do you know? No, it bleeds. It's horrifying. I made some the other night. Impossible Burger. Yeah, and you know what? What tastes? Just get a fucking burger. Are you vegetarian? Like a burger to me. Yeah, just get a fucking burger. Well, I sometimes I like veggie meat. I don't think you do. But (laughs) hufu? I don't think anyone's just like sometimes. No, I I do. I just like a chicken strip. No. Spelled C H K N apostrophe. Actually, it's spelled Q U O R N. Corn? It's corn and it's a brand. It's a, I don't even know what they make it with. It's like a UK brand, but it's fake chicken. How's their music? Oh, how's the music? That's a reference to the band Corn. I know. I was trying to think of a corn song. I wanted to give you a callback with like a corn song, and I could not think of them. I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry. look, hopefully the world's not going to end because I don't think we'd survive. No, but I do want to know if people would eat hufu. And also if you would eat oh people. Oh, God, I'm not going to eat. came down no. to it. I want to know exactly what kind I would of eat psycho, psychopath. Yes. I would eat people. Right. I would hope that they were like dead already. No, like just dead. No, What? Look, yeah, I don't want. I don't think I'd kill. All right, but you know what? Who knows? Let me ask you a question. Okay, if somebody offered you an apocalypse version of a lifetime, because you know how long is a lifetime after the apocalypse? Yeah, of um, of Soylent, but that was the only thing that you could eat in your little hobbit hole. Would you do it? So I'm, I'm supplied with food. That's no, that's your food is Soylent. 
No. Soylent's garbage. Yeah, it's basically slim fast. Yeah, it is slim yeah. fast for tech bros. It's tech bros. You can't slim fool fast. me. Also, soylent, the whole thing is like it's soylent green. I know. Isn't that hilarious? It's people. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It probably is saying. people. Seriously. What if it is? Do we know for sure that it's not? It could be like that whole it's collagen. Oh. It's just collagen from, from children. From kids. <laughs> oh. I mean, I don't know that story. I mean, it's not collagen from kids. I just made. I mean, yeah. Okay, is it? Is what it if? What if uh, you you could only uh, the only thing you could drink would be like a what is that? The Kardashians push tiny tummy tea or whatever. Oh, slim tiny <laughs> slim tummy tea. Slim tummy tea. Yeah. Flat tummy tea. Flat tummy tea. That's what it is. And yeah. Rob said, "What if there was like, fat tummy tea? That'd be great." That's what Rob said. That's so, our that's our other podcast. So you get to have all the food in the world, right? But mm-hmm. the only thing you're allowed to drink in the apocalypse is slim tummy tea. Oh, fat tummy tea? No, the skinny Not tummy fat tea. Tummy, fat tummy tea so is actually made with beef fat. It's you, can, a- <laughs> you can eat all the food in the world, but you will have to shit. You have to shit every day. Every day, day intensely. Yeah, I would do it if I could eat all the food. Yeah, I think I I'd do like it. I feel like that's a trade-off I would yeah, take. Yeah, but then you would cease to have a butthole like six months into the apocalypse. I know, but am I alive that long? Yeah, you because you have all the food. I look if the choice is between really good mac and cheese, though. I mean, like southern mac and butthole. cheese. I might give up my butthole. Yeah, you heard it I here might. first, everyone. Cat <laughs> is giving up her butthole. And well, Jenny is eating people. Hopefully, <laughs> we we've made our choices. Hopefully, the end's not coming, but this is not the end of the podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah, um, I'm going to be at the Women in Comedy Festival. Oh, I wish this, I was there. this week, Friday and yeah. Saturday, and in there's Boston. some pretty big people you're up against. Yeah, Phoebe, not against. <laughs> All women are competing with each other. All these women, it's crazy. No, you're um, on stage uh, alongside. Yeah, go to Jenny Zagrino with um, my with my babe Phoebe Robinson. Love Phoebe Robinson, who I met, and I immediately the first words out of my mouth were, "I love you." Oh, yeah, I love her. Um, man, we her and I used to do so. There's a hotel there called the Verb, which is like a cool hip. It's almost like um in Portland, the uh, Moon, whatever the Jupiter Hotel. Oh yeah, the, um, but it used to be a Howard Johnson's that oh, had of course a it was. tiki bar in it and Chinese food restaurant, oh, and it my was God. a horror nightmare hooker hotel. Wow! And Phoebe, I remember seeing Phoebe. We would do the um we would do the tiki bar because they had a uh, Thursday night show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, called Grandma's Basement. Oh, my God. And I remember her visiting a few times and doing that show with That's us. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, tell her I still love her. I will. Also, fun fact, when I what? lived in Oakland, I lived in Howard Johnson's old uh, penthouse apartment. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it was cool. It had not been touched since the 60s. <gasps> it was a, well, I shouldn't say it hadn't been touched. I mean, it hadn't been updated since the 60s. That's Things so were cool. like falling apart. Very cool, except... Roaches. Like, I don't think that carpet had been changed since this. Oh, 60s. that's fine. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye.